Welcome to an episode of the EGCC Alumni Podcast. I'm your host, Alumni Coordinator Kelly Frazier, and join me as we highlight the stories and accomplishments of our graduates and discuss topics geared toward the personal and professional development of our alumni. Today, we are catching up with EGCC alum, Brittany Fears. What's going on, Brittany? Hey, how you doing? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yes, I'm so, I'm so very much so looking forward to to talking with you for these next few minutes and just catching up and seeing uh, where your, your journey, where you are in your journey and how great life has been since graduating, all that good stuff. So... Diving right in, what year did you graduate? I graduated just recently, uh, 2021. Oh, that's right. 2021, 22, 21? 2021. 21, okay, okay. Oh, you walked across in 22. Okay. And what did you get your degree in? Teacher education. Yes, ma'am. Teacher education. Oh, wonderful. So what do you do? So are you working in that field now? Yes, ma'am. I actually am a first grade teacher right now in Louisville, Kentucky. Wow. Well, congratulations. That is that is fantastic. It's so good when you get to hear that people are actually working in the field that they in which they got their degree. You know, anymore, I hear so much, you know, that people say, oh, you know, I got this degree and, and, and you know, I can't find a job or I'm, I have this degree, but I'm doing something completely different. So it's really, really cool, you know, to hear that you're you're using your degree. Um, so do you feel as though your degree has your EGCC degree has prepared you for your current role? Um, yes, ma'am. And then just on what you said previously, um, I'm very, I understand that I'm very blessed and, um, I wouldn't say in the minority, but I know a lot of, a lot of people who have degrees and aren't using it in that field. So I'm just very blessed to be able to have my degree in the field that I'm working on. For sure. And, um, to answer your question, yes, my EGCC degree definitely prepared me to be a teacher. Um, the assi- some of the assignments that I thought were like kind of redundant and didn't make sense really prepared me. Um, for what I'm doing now. Uh, for example, uh, one of my classes, the lesson planning and the differentiation, mm-hmm. that's one thing that I'm really harping on uh, uh, with my students is because, you know, we have students in, in, in different levels. So I want to make sure that I'm challenging the students that need to be challenged. Yes. I want to make sure that I'm meeting my students where they where they need to be at. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, educators are so important right now, like really, really educated educators, you know, because even in the, in this area, I'm based in Youngstown, but even in this area, there, there's such a shortage of, of educators so much so that, you know, I know in different, in certain districts, they're even dropping requirements like education requirements for teachers because they're just really trying to get bodies in the classrooms. And, you know, it makes me, it makes me a little nervous, you know, because, you know, we have people that are not as educated as teachers were in previous years, educating our, our future. So, you know, it's it's really important that we have educators that are educated. 
um, and you were educated right here at EGCC. And, you know, you're talking about how those assignments that just seemed redundant or even pointless have really just proved themselves useful. So that's, that's really, really good to hear. Um, have yes, you, speaking of vacancies, uh, where I'm at, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, this is you. Go ahead. Um, speaking of vacancies, we have 11,000 vacancies right now in the state of Kentucky, which wow. is crazy. And they all also drops in what gets me, you know what I'm saying? I'm not keeping up in getting their money. You know what I'm saying? It's a great thing, but you're, when you go up with the requirements and getting people bonuses to come into the classroom, people like me who are educated, who, I, I think we could get to his own thing as far as bonuses to people who don't have the requirements, don't have the education right. just to be in the classroom. But the people who've been in the classroom, the people who are educated, aren't getting those same bonuses. It's, it's a bit counterproductive oh, yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? I just don't appreciate that. So Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that too. Oh yeah. I hear a lot about that too, with the bonuses, uh, you know, the incentives to bring people in who, who aren't as qualified or as educated, but those who are, who are qualified, you know, aren't getting that same incentive. And, you know, that, that makes it, that makes for a very, very hard work environment. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hearing that Absolutely. so much. And I, and I think that comes from, you know, the pandemic and trying to, you know, sort of, um, re-up the economy, if you will, and, and the mm-hmm. workforce, and they're just trying to get people, you know, employers are really just trying to get people by any means necessary. And, you know, I, I, I agree. It needs to be revisited. The incentive system needs to be revisited. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, right now, so you're, you're teaching first grade, you know, you have your EGCC degree. Awesome. So, have you earned any additional degrees since graduating or are you in the process of earning any additional degrees? Um, no. So, Mm -hmm. um, I do have a bachelor's in criminal justice, Mm. um, as well as my, which is kind of backwards. I actually got my bachelor's in criminal justice first. And then I went to get my associates in teacher education because I wanted to transition into a different field. Yeah, I wanted to get out of the criminal justice field. So, and I'm also looking right now, into getting my master's mm-hmm. however what um I, I put a pause on it because i'm still deciding honestly if i want to stay in education okay you know, my heart is in education you know what i'm saying but it's just a lot of the other stuff that you know i don't like dealing with you know what i'm saying my right. passion is the kids but right now i would say i'm about 60 percent staying in education 40 percent going back to criminal justice. So that was the pause on me basically waiting to see if I want to get my master's in education or get my master's um, in criminal justice. But I would definitely be getting my master's within the next year. Hopefully going back to school in August. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So let's kind of talk about that transition a little bit here. Um, So EGCC provided an opportunity for you to um, make a career change. Um, Mm -hmm. How was that transition? You know, from, you know, well, first of all, did you have to start, were you able to transfer credits? Like your, your, no. your general, okay. Okay. No, so you had to start from scratch. Yep. Um, okay. So how was that transition, tra- uh, um, transitioning from one industry to another? What was that like? It, it, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be, you know, um, Honestly, 
people were like, oh, the kids, but the kids are the best part of my job. Yeah. The kids keep me coming to school every day. It's yeah. just dealing with the adults and all the other crap that yeah. you know, I'm saying I have to go on. The kids are the easiest part of my job. And yeah. One thing um, I love about education before, when I was just a parent, I'm like, man, these kids are always out of school. Now that I'm <laughs> a teacher, I'm like, man, another day? Yes. <laughs> So I love the breaks that we get, man. Right. There's no other job where you're going to get as many breaks. Like, you know, Very other true. jobs, they have paid holidays. You know what I'm saying? But a weekend, a weekend in the spring, a weekend in the fall, two weeks in the winter, you know, uh, two months in the summer. Yeah. And there's, there's no other job that you're going to gonna get those type of. Yeah, you can't beat that. So I love that, man. <laughs> yes, I love it. I definitely love that part. I don't mean, and the hours are very conducive. I have an 11 year old daughter, so oh. the hours and the schedule is very conducive to me being a mom. Yes. You know, being in the criminal justice field, you know, you, you work all hours, you know, right. you work all holidays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this definitely was a pivot that has been definitely a blessing for me and my family. Absolutely. So your daughter is your, your, your 11 year old, is that the only child that you have? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yep. So was your daughter able to come and see you graduate? Yeah, she was at my graduation, uh, which was very important to me because I I stress education with her. Um, She she knows that, you know, it's a requirement, you know, we, we, we are an honorable family. We're not an average family. Don't bring the C's in my house. That's right. You know, and if you have an issue, let me know ahead of time so I can help you with it. So like this past grading period, she had an issue with, um, one of her world civilizations classes. She had like all A's and B's and then a D. And I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, mom, the work is hard. I'm like, okay, well, I shouldn't have had to look on my parent portal. You should have came to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And said something. But then I did some research and being the mom that I am. And it wasn't, I don't know what she was doing, but the work just wasn't turned in. So I'm like, are you not oh. turning the work in because it's hard? Or are you not turning the work in because you're not turning it in? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'm not turning it in because I don't understand. I'm like, okay, we can work on it. So right. we got her a tutor. And now the D was up to a C, but now it's up to a B. Okay. So it's just little things like that. Just trying to teach her how to communicate. She's 11. So yeah. something you still, you know, I'm still working on her with. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a work in progress. Absolutely. Oh, I bet she hates that her mom is a teacher now. she's actually excited she's actually excited because um she she the year before i was at the same elementary school as her oh and now she's in middle school yeah so she's in middle school it's her first year being in 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 school without me for a long time so she's excited about stepping out and branching out yeah on her own two feet oh that's so cool that's really really cool yes ma'am Okay, so we talked about you moving on in the next step of your your educational journey. We're thinking about a master's. We just don't know if we're going criminal justice or education. Do mm-hmm. you have an institution in mind? Um, I have a couple. I was looking at the University of Cumberland uh, here in Kentucky. I was okay. also looking at Western Governors University, which is an online institution. Okay, and I was looking at the University of Louisville. So basically. It's whoever's going to give me the most grant and scholarship right, money. Right, right. For sure. You no, know, education is not cheap, so. It's, and it's, it's not. And, you know, I ask that, you know, just because I know, you know, we have, you know, fellow alumni and even some students who listen to this who, you know, they're either alumni or they're going to be graduating and they're curious to know where other graduates are going or where other graduates are have have mm-hmm. gone and you know 
we hear Franklin, we hear Central a lot. And so, you know, I'm glad that you brought up the other schools that you brought up. Maybe that will maybe open up some some different horizons for, for people looking to take the next leg of the journey. So um, I definitely hear great things about Western Governors. Um, Anthony, who just um, did one of our most recent podcasts, Anthony Garrett, I know he... Um, is finishing his master's at at Western Governors. So um, he had nothing but good things to say about that. I don't know why I'm plugging Western Governors, but... (laughs) You know what? He's the one that that told me about Western Governors. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's the one. Because I tell you what, I feel like he's become like the ambassador to Western Governors. And when I hear Western Governors, I think Anthony. So... Yep. He's the one. I hope he gets some type of referral bonus, man. Right. Keep them. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so let's yeah. let's swing it back around to EGCC. Um, so uh-huh. let's talk about your experience as a student there. Um, uh-huh. So what was your favorite aspect of your EGCC experience? Did you have a favorite course? Was there a group that you were in that just made that just enhanced your experience? What was it? What was what was it about the Eastern Gateway experience that did it for you? Absolutely, um, I was actually a part of the inaugural uh, Student Government Association at EGCC. Oh, so yes, ma'am. Being in that really helped me build bonds. I still talk to some of those people today, and just being able to lay a foundation that i mean i can look back and years to come like hey you know we we, we started that and also yeah. me and um a young lady named marina one of the co-founders of the uh the black student union yes at, okay at so just having that unique experience of, of being a student and being able to be an inaugural uh, member of two different organizations is just something that I really, really take pride in, pride in. And I'm just so happy to be able to have that experience as part of my college experience. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm also going to add in another piece, and this is sort of a branch of what you just said. You were one of the founding members of the Black Student Union, but you also got to take part in the very first Kente ceremony um, during yes. graduation. What was that experience like? Man, that was amazing. Like, I can't even put it into words just being around so many accomplished people. And once again, just being the first. It was yes. just uh, an, an awesome experience. You know what I'm saying? I was so speechless. It was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. And then having my mother and my daughter there with me, it was just so awesome. It really was. I think it's something. I was happy to be the first, and I just hope that I'm not the last. I hope that's something that they continue to do. Absolutely. Years to come. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're actually in the planning stages of it of it now. So um, awesome. I'm so glad to hear uh, that your experience with with that was was good. And it's, it's you know, culture and tradition is important, um, especially in the education space, especially, you know, with with African-Americans. And, you know, we have a desire to see more of African-Americans getting educated. Um, so, and, and I, I truly believe that, you know, when you intersect culture and education, that's a breeding ground for success, you know? So that is, that is definitely something that we're looking to, to keep rooted at Eastern Gateway. 
Um, Absolutely. And I think it's needed, too. It's something that's needed, you know? Oh, yeah. And I don't want it to be where it's like, oh, there's this movement and we're going to do it for a little while, then we're going to go back. No, 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 no. We need to keep it how it was. This needs to be something that's not here for a moment. It's that definitely stays here, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and we kind of touched on this just a, just a little um, a few moments ago, I believe. So your degree, um, and and whether it's your associates from Eastern Gateway, whether it's your bachelor's in criminal justice, what does your degree mean to you as an African American woman? Man, it means it means everything, you know. Um, to be able to step into rooms, like you know, don't get me wrong, you can be very educated, you know, what I'm saying without a degree, you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. don't take that the wrong way. Oh, sure. But, you know, just being able to 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 move into rooms that maybe I have been able to be in before, you know, just so people can know, like, hey, you know, and, and also just for my daughter, just to be a role model for my child to say, hey, look, mommy did it, you can do it, you know, setting the foundation because I was the first in my family to to graduate. I was the first generation college student. And uh, that's something that um, I, I wear with pride, yes. you know, because I'm starting the foundation. But like I always say, I started, I'll, I'll be the first, but I won't be the last. You know, I want my little nieces and nephews and my daughter and my little cousins to be like, hey, you know, I, I'm not an auntie. They say, BB, BB did it so I can do it. Well, mama did it so I can do it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just to, you know, because people don't realize that, you know, yes, education is, is expensive. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But the the wealth gap between a high school graduate and just even an associate's degree is just astronomical it's yes, thousands of dollars absolutely so why would you literally leave money it's literally leaving money on the table you absolutely know what I mean? and we want to raise our kids into we, we don't want to stay in poverty you know what i mean mm -hmm. just even being middle class is something that others can strive to be you know, no one wants to be in poverty their whole life. We have kids. We're trying to take the next step so our kids can be better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I a thousand percent agree. And I, I really love two things that you just said. The first thing that you said was that you don't have to have an, a, a college degree to be educated. You know, sure. there's, you know, and, and that's a nod also to our workforce programs at Eastern Gateway, you know. A, a degree, pro, a degree program might not be where it's at, but you know we have, you know, welding and truck driving and just mm -hmm. different trades that you can get into. So, you know, because you have a trade as opposed to a degree, doesn't mean that you are less educated. Another thing that you said that I really liked, you highlighted the 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 wealth gap between a high school diploma and an associate's degree. And mm -hmm. you are absolutely right. It makes a humongous difference. It makes a difference. Absolutely. And, and absolutely. you know, I talk to, to alumni all the time who, you know, they get their associates and that's the end of their education journey, their, their formal education journey, and that's okay. But they also testified mm -hmm. that, you know, it's made a big difference for them, you know, in their salaries, just getting that associate's degree. So, you know, a lot of times that's enough. So, you know, it, it does make a difference whether you get a trade or whether you get a degree, even if, even if you, you know, your journey ends at that associates, it makes a difference. So, you know, I definitely appreciate that, that highlight from you there. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Well, Brittany, um, to kind of wrap things up a bit, um, my final question, what is one piece of advice that you would give to new EGC graduates? So someone who just walked across the stage, they have their degree, and now they are like, okay, what's next? What piece of advice would you give someone who just graduated? Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And by keep going, I can mean keep going as in keep getting your bachelor's. Because once you, it's easy once you're in that school mode to keep in that school mode. You know yes. what I'm saying? Once you take a break, it's kind of hard to, yes. you know, get back into it. You know? mm-hmm. So keep going as in getting your schooling or keep going, go get, get a, a new job. Like me, I did yeah. a, a career transition, you know, and that was all right, you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, just keep going. Don't stop, you know, have have a plan. I'm an old school person, you mm-hmm. know, everybody have they, um, calendars on their phone and write notes on their phone. I'm old school pencil and paper. <laughs> pencil and paper me all, all, all day. So I would say, you know, write down your goals. And after you write down your goals, okay, write down the steps you're going to take to get to those goals. Because so often people write down the goals. They just write down the goals. But how are you going to get to it? How right. Do you know what you need to do in order to get to those goals? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So make sure the goal is the smart goals. You know, write down mm-hmm. the steps you're going to take to get to those goals. You know, have a five-year plan, have a 10-year plan, and just know what you're going to do. Always be in motion. Always keep moving, you know. That's my advice for anybody um, that has uh, that's just walked across the stage. Also, and um, to my people that's still in college right now, mm-hmm. join a club or an organization, whether you are um, – an on-campus student or an online student, there are clubs and organizations for you. Please join a club and organizations. The bonds and the, that you're going to build, the relationships that you're going to build will last a lifetime. I'm, I'm a living witness. So please, you at least join at least one club or organization. Please, it, it'll change your whole college experience. I promise. That's a good word. You know, in, in um, a few weeks ago, we had a fellow alumni on, Shana Canty, who pretty much said exactly what you said about getting involved and and joining groups and how it's just life-changing to to just really put yourself out there socially. Um, yeah. You, you just never know what can come of those connections, whether it's, you know, a professional opportunity or if it's just a lifelong bond. So I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll definitely it'll, it'll change your life, I'm telling you. Yes. Well, Brittany, thank you so very much for taking the time to sit down and just share your journey, share this great insight and and words of wisdom. We are really excited to see where you go. We're excited to see which you choose. Stay tuned, everyone. Is Brittany going to get that master's in education or criminal justice? We will see. (laughs) Whatever you do, Brittany, I know that you'll do great. Again, thank you, and we will catch up with you again at a later time. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I think what you guys are doing is an awesome thing. I love listening to the podcast. I'm just blessed to be able to be on. So thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the EGCC Alumni Podcast. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday where we will get to meet and catch up with one of our Gator grads and get a front row seat to their journey. Remember, it is a great day to be a Gator grad.